before you this morning again sure we've always done we come we appear again in Zion we stand again in Zion before you our God our King and we hallow your name we bless your name we give you glory we bring forth great sacrifice of praise this morning singing praise giving the fruit of our lips bringing worship all glory all honor all adoration to your name thank you our father we give you praise this morning we ask for your spirit today to come and envelop this meeting come and take over this meeting let your spirit come Abanahata, Beven Haskos, to Prine Eleventa, to Fiestu Odumbre, the Vist Prehado, to Embre even open, open off the Evanata, Vunentis, Aiten Amat, Prostiot, Evan Haste du Alta, Alta, Il Alta, Imen Halta, Isi Alta, Efnon Sight Alta, Elstion Sight Alta, See Alta, Venso to see the altar. Eranos yes and I lie to see the altar. Sight the altar. Elder Halt, hold the altar. Efden, Ornessi, Priestess, 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 in the priesthood Amen. for to me so for priests are separate from men for to make even someva to me given even bring you give you inheritance to give you inheritance in the priesthood the priesthood the priestly world for to open up the priestly world to you to open up open up the priest the priestly the priest the priestly world the priestly world will open we hope for entrance for even through 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 much tribulation will you enter yes. through much much tribulation through tribulation through much much tribulation for seasons of tribulation will bring seasons of entrance times of tribulation is for to bring times of entrance even even open up the priestly world this is for to open up the priestly world this is for to open up the priestly world, even to open up the priesthood, to open, to give you access, entrance, 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 and inheritance, inheritance in the priesthood. Father, we thank you, we give you all the glory. Lord, we sanctify your words today. Your words are holy, we, we, we take them as holy, we accept them as holy, and we, we worship with them. And, and hallow them in our heart 
Thank you, our God. We give all the glory to your name. What should be I yield myself to you, my God, as your servant, an unprofitable servant? I have no claim to anything. But break me afresh this morning in a fresh way and use me, Father, to be a conduit of your grace this morning according as you've given portions to us. May we fetch today out of your everlasting fountain with a glad heart, with a heart of joy, which is necessary to fetch out of your wells. Bless us this morning. I pray you will remove the spirit of heaviness today and replace with the spirit of joy and the spirit of gladness with joy we will feast at your table to hear your words thank you our father father i pray may this word today brings further separation further distance from the earth further ascension into heavens thank you our god i give you glory i worship your holy name in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Thank you. Mary Nancy, praise God. Amen. Just welcome somebody uh, to God's presence today. Thank you, Father. Good morning, everybody. Blessed. Uh, thank you for thank you for being here. I greet everyone online as well. Thank you for joining. This morning, praise God. Hallelujah. How are you? Nice to see you. Thank you so much for coming. You're blessed. Praise the Lord. Let's open our Bibles to Genesis chapter 1. Praise God. Um, I'll read from Genesis chapter 1. I'll just read from uh, the beginning, verse 1. It says that in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light that it was good and God divided the light from the darkness. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. It says the earth was without form. Amen. And void and darkness was upon the face of the deep. Praise God. The, the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep darkness was upon the face of the deep and the spirit of god moved upon the face of the waters praise god and the spirit of god moved upon the face of the waters the spirit of god thank you jesus Uh, and God said, let there be light, and there was light. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Father. We bless your holy name. We give you glory. We give you glory. The Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Amen. No. Now, the Spirit of God uh, was a manifestation of this Spirit, was a manifestation of the Holy Spirit um, from, from the book of First John chapter 5, 
Let's see first John. First John chapter five. So let's say amen. amen. First John five. It says that um, whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. For who is he that overcometh the world but he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God? This is he that came by water and blood, even Jesus Christ. Not by water only, but by water and blood. Praise God. And it is the Spirit that beareth witness, because the Spirit is truth. For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. And there are three that bear witness in earth, the Spirit, praise God. The Spirit, the water, praise God, and the blood. There are three that bear witness in the earth, the Spirit, the water, and the blood. And these three do what? These three agree in one. So you see from the beginning that they are... Three, when God came out of his eternal essence, which he had, he was in before creation. You know, God is higher than creation. Before before creation came, before man came, before angels, before heaven, before anything, God was there. God has been there right from the beginning. Amen. Amen. Before the beginning, he created the beginning. Amen. The idea of beginning was his idea. From where he was, amen. And he's the beginning, he's the ending, he's everything, praise God. Hallelujah. And so, but when he came into the, from the beginning after, when he created the heavens and the earth, right? And the Bible says in verse 1, created heaven and the earth. Then they, they talked about the earth. So they didn't speak a lot about the heaven. That first, they just began to focus on the earth. But um, now the heaven... They did not say the heaven was without form and void. At this point, by the time the Lord began to deal with the, the earth, I believe God must have given formation already to the heaven. I believe God must have given formation to the heaven. I believe he must have already. I believe before verse 2, praise God. I believe before verse 2, angels already cre- have already been created. Praise God. We don't know how long between verse 1 and verse 2. Yeah. Praise God. You know, it could be millions, billions of maybe years according to our own time. In fact, our time had not even been invented yet because our time is based on the sun going up and down. So we don't know what space there was between what created. Amen. And verse 2. Praise God. But before, I believe it's heaven first and then the earth. So I believe that between the, after verse 1, when they said he created heaven and earth, I believe there was also a work of formation in the heavens before he began to speak of the earth. Praise God. Um, or let me not say formation. Let me say the earth, or it's probably formation as well, but the heaven must not have been void. Praise God. 
um, it must not have been void, so he must have put things in the heavens. And now, one of the things that happened, the first thing that must have happened in heaven, because um, I, I believe from God walking on the earth was from a heavenly position. So, I don't think God began to form the earth and do things on the earth from eternity. He must have, after he created, he must have come into creation. Praise God. So imagine such a being, you can create a thing and then reduce yourself to a level that can enter into that creation and stay there at a point. That's God for you. God is, God is terrible. Praise God. That's why you can, never, you can never fully understand him. Sometimes you think you've known him. Just why you've known one tiny part of him that all oh, the depth of the riches of the knowledge and the wisdom who they are past finding out who can search them out praise the lord Hallelujah. so god is great amen so and we have that's one thing we have to just be humble and just real accept that god is great amen and then we have to be learning him and following him as humble children praise god Hallelujah. amen so god created um the heaven and the earth now the heaven um, I think the heaven was with was must have had form and must have had things in it. If not, maybe they wouldn't have just picked out the earth and said the earth was without form yeah. and void. If it was everything, say the whole creation was without form and void. So, I think God has done some things in the heavens. Amen. Amen. Now, I, I think the first thing maybe He did in the heaven was to then move His His record into heaven amen, amen. The, to move his word yeah. now that word record the word record means as is its state it is the it is a, it is a state of existence praise god is a, a record is a state of existence so that so that was how god the word record means how god chose to to be in the in creation in heaven how god how he formed himself how he arranged himself praise god to be in heaven and that record from first john 5 he says that he, the, he distributed himself into three right in heaven the father first mm -hmm. so the father and then the what the word and then the holy ghost this three bore at the record of God in heaven. Praise God. And there's and these three are one. The Father, the Word, and who? And the Holy Ghost. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. They are one. And then there are three that bear witness in the earth. You see the Spirit. Praise God. And you see what? The water and the blood. Now if you go back to Genesis chapter 1. Praise the Lord. Um, Genesis chapter 1, it says, Then the earth was without form and void, and then darkness was upon the face of the deep. Praise God. And darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God did what? Moved. The Spirit of God. Amen. The Spirit of God moved. The Spirit, the Spirit, amen. amen. The Spirit of God moved upon where? Upon the face of the waters. Praise God. 
as in the spirit of God, the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. The spirit of God moved upon what? Upon the face of the water. So it means that the, the spirit of God came into the earth, right? And then began to move. Praise God. He began to do what? He began to move upon the face of the waters on the earth. And God saw when the spirit was moving, then God said, let there be what? Let there be light. And there was what? And there was light. And then God saw the light and it was good and God divided the light from the darkness. Praise God. Uh, so you see, the Spirit of God has been upon the earth right from the beginning. That Spirit, praise God, of God. Now when I say Spirit of God, I don't think that is entire Holy Spirit. Although it is Holy Spirit, but it's not the entire Holy Spirit. I think there's a difference in the Bible when they say the Spirit sometimes. And they say, when they say the Spirit, and they say the Holy Spirit. The word Holy means the separated Spirit. The Holy Spirit actually refers to the personality of that third person of the Godhead. They say Holy Spirit or Holy Ghost. Holy Spirit. Or Holy Ghost means that word means the separated spirit, the separated spirit the, is holy, is hollow, is actually special, is a special entity. Amen. amen. That spirit is a. There's something about that spirit of God. Amen. amen. Praise God. Amen. Is is just separate. Amen. Is a is a is a is a separate spirit. Is a hallowed spirit. Is a Holy Spirit, praise God. Is a person of God. Is a is a person. Amen. Amen. Now, when they say now, when you now hear spirit, spirit, they say spirit. The spirit, it's still capital letter S means it's still God. But you will see that spirit. Sometimes you can see spirit of God. You see the spirit of Christ. Amen. Amen. You see, praise God. The Spirit of God. You see, you see the Spirit of the Father. Those are actually the, the Holy Spirit manifests in different um, capacities. Praise God. Hallelujah. To give, he, he gives uh, to carry the essence of all the of all the the beings of the Godhead. Praise God. Hallelujah. I get what I'm saying. He's the one who is, he can, that's why he's called the Spirit. Praise God. He's the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, to me, I believe holy, that word holy man means, is talking about absolute holiness. Absolute holiness is separation from creation. That is Praise God. It's that so when they say it's the Holy Spirit, this one is the, the spirit that is separate from every other spirit. Is the one who is different from everything. 
praise God, is a separated spirit. So the Holy Spirit is, is the spirit of God, of the God essence. Amen. Amen. What did I say? Is the is the is the spirit of the God essence? But first, he dwells is his his first way um, or the, his primary um, who he is primarily is a person. Is a personality of God. That pers- personality means he has his own unique characteristics, mm. right? He has his own unique persona with him. Praise God. But then there, there is what you call personality. Then there is what you call function. Mm. There's personality of the spirit. Praise God. And then there, there are what? Functions, functionalities of his being. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, his function is to his function is to carry God. The persons of God to carry them. Are you seeing what I'm saying? He's the one who carries them. He's the one who, who drives them. Praise God. He's the one who moves them. Um, the, their spirit, the Holy Spirit, is the one that they use to exist in creation. Praise God. It is what? The, the Holy Spirit is what? Is the one that they use to what? To exist in creation. So you can't have the being of God in creation, even outside creation. You can't have the being of God without there is is the word spirit of God. So when they say spirit of God, in Genesis chapter 1, the guys who translated it here, they didn't use capital S. Praise God. They used small letter S. Praise God. They didn't what? They didn't use capital S. They used what? They used small letter S. Now, now this doesn't mean that this spirit now is not like Holy Spirit. That's not what it means. Well, maybe the way they saw it is, is that this spirit here, praise God. What do you say? I don't know. Okay, mine is small. These translations are different. Some use small. Okay, so some use small. Some use capital. That means there's some kind of. There's something in the meaning, interpretation there, that they are not too sure. Mm-hmm. What, praise God. When they say the Spirit of God. So are they just talking about God's nature, God's character? God's, or are they talking about actually the person of the Spirit? Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but actually, it's a bit of both. Mm-hmm. Because, but that, that, this will tell that there's a separation between the person of the Spirit and then his, that person's function in bringing into manifestation the persons of God. Are you seeing that? So, so here, so the, here they are speaking about the the spirit's Holy Spirit's function, Amen. Amen. In 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 bringing God's God's essence. Are you seeing? Now this is they say God. Now they didn't say Spirit of the Father. They didn't say Spirit of the Lord. You know they say there's what they call Spirit of the Lord as well, Amen. Amen. But this one says Spirit of God. So, so what I believe this spirit of God is, is the is the one who carries the being and the expression and the demonstration of God. 
himself. Praise God. Praise God. He carries the expression and the being of what? Of God himself. Now, there's what you call the being called God. There's God. Then there is the Father. There is the Son. There's the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Now, the Father is God. The Son is what? Is God. The Spirit is also what? Is also God. Amen. Amen. But now they're in their in operation. The Father, praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. The, the Father can operate in his person as the Father. Each of them, all of them. They can operate in their person as the Father. And each of them can operate as God. Praise God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Each of them can operate as what? The person. Their own person. Their unique personality. Are you seeing what I'm saying? And then, and then each of them can operate as what? As God. And then when, but when they are in the operation as God, they, don't operate, they are not operating individually as God. They are operating as one. That is that First John chapter 5. That is three are one. Praise God. Are you, are you get what I'm saying? So someone can have, you can't be dealing with the Father. I say this is just a dealing with the Father. And that dealing of God, which you need to have, is a higher dealing than the dealing with the Father. Are you seeing that? But, but, so, but that, that Father is God. Are you seeing that? But what the Father has been, what he has been as a person, is actually framed to deliver, to minister, to to be is a is particular dimension of the things that God wants to administer to creation. Praise God. Hallelujah. Are you getting that? The particular what dimension of the things which what? To creation. Amen. And so for each of those things, they actually need a they need a manifestation of the spirit, right? A, it's almost a the spirit has to behave a certain way, has to come into a certain formation to to administer the Father, or to administer the Word, or or to ad, or then the spirit. There's a pure administration of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Do you get what I'm saying? There's a what pure is person. Just that that's that third person. That one is where where he's not bringing the he's not is not operating or functioning or carrying the essence of any of those those other beings, but he as a person just coming, just him, that being. I see that one, that third person, as a person, he had not been on the earth since the cre- since creation. Praise God. Well, that's he had not been what? He has not been on the earth. It took a lot to bring him to come. Praise God. What you've had since creation are spirit of God, spirit of the Lord. Even the spirit of Christ was in operation. 
you see that from the book of where from first peter right speaking about how the prophetic books came about it was the spirit of christ who was in them who was when they did prophesy when they, they uh, ministered those things and are now reported to us by by who holy ghost let's let's receive that first peter chapter one Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. First Peter chapter one, verse eleven says, "Searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ, which was in them, did signify, when it testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow." So, are you saying this thing? It was a spirit. That was testifying of this thing. What spirit? So it means it would take the spirit of Christ to be able to testify of the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. Praise God. Amen. So it means so at this time, of course, Jesus Christ, when those prophetic words were being written, when the, the, the words were coming by the prophets, at this time, Jesus Christ personally coming to the earth where he was some hundreds of years in the future. So the term one is actually a manifestation of that second being, that Jesus Christ, who will inherit the essence of the second being in the Trinity, which is the Logos. Praise God. But before, all the way before, his spirit was already on the earth, which is operation of the Holy Spirit, but in terms of operating that second being, a, a dimension of the second being of creation which is called Christ praise God do you know that when you open the logos you see Christ there that there is a portion of logos called Christ amen when you open do you know when you open logos you see man there there is logos inside logos there is man things man I mean you get what I'm saying when you open logos you see heaven there you see angels there you see everything that ever was ever created inside the logos. Praise the means that they are they are code, they are the knowledge, the light that brought everything forth is inside the logos. Praise God, Amen. Amen. So and uh, that, so that that inside of the logos, there's that's where Christ came. It was logos that they were teaching Jesus. After a while, he became Jesus of Nazareth. After a while, he became a prophet. You know, if you open Logos, you see Abraham, you see Isaac, you see Enoch, you see Abel, you see Adam, you see every, every being. Amen. Inside the Logos, you see every person. You see, you see when you open the Logos, you begin, to see, you begin to see archives of lives on the earth. You see Methuselah. Inside, inside there, praise God. Amen. You see Cyrus. You see Judas Iscariot. Amen. Praise God. How many of you are afraid of Logos? You should be afraid of the Logos. That's where. Amen. When you when you now open the Logos, you now look deeper. You now begin to see world to come. Amen. You begin to see what? You see world to come. You see New Jerusalem. You see new heaven. You see new earth. You see everything. You see the tree of life is inside the logos. 
Amen. Inside Logos, you see all kinds of things. Praise God. So, um, the, so that the Holy Spirit at this time when the prophets were prophesying, he just he, the Spirit was the one who took all those anything called Christ inside the Logos. The Holy Spirit will. Uh, the Spirit, Amen. The Spirit is a. Like I think I mentioned before that the Spirit is a searcher. As I mentioned that the Bible says that. Praise God. It searches all things, even the deep things. Now, where the Spirit goes to search things from is the Logos. That's where, because He knows that the, 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 the right thing, the information of all things are inside the Logos. So when it's time for a manifestation, He goes inside the Logos. And, he, and there's a way Spirit reads the Logos. He doesn't read the Logos like an illiterate. Amen. Amen. <laughs> if you give a canon man to go and read Logos now, business opportunity. Praise God. Amen. You see, so so it would take spirit to read Logos and bring out suffering from Logos. If you take, if you send men there, go and read it. They will never bring out suffering. They won't even see suffering. <laughs> they can't even believe that suffering can be inside the logos. <laughs> Praise God! But but the spirit is the accurate reader. He's the accurate searcher. He's a he's, he reads accurately. That's that's one of that's the job of the Holy Spirit. What makes him so right is his separation. There's an eye that only he sees, he uses. God, the Holy Spirit, that's why God kept everything inside him. And if we can keep anything we keep in you, he's safe. Praise God. What did I say? Anything what we keep because you are holy. You are holy and you are a spirit. Praise God. So that spirit was the one who went to look. He excavated all things concerning Christ. That word, Christ, means the things which make for the anointed one. That how can, an, what, what makes an anointed one? Means a man that has received anointing. Amen. Amen. Praise God. How many of you know that anointing is a spirit with substances mm-hmm. is actually is a spirit yes praise god the word anointing means spirit with what substances. with substances and those substances are details so part of the spices when you take the anointing called christ there are different anointings what you call the anointing of the father Praise God. Amen. What did I say? Yes. There's the anointing of the Father. Amen. There's the anointing of God. But, but then there's an anointing called Christ in the Spirit. That is a thing. It has its smell. There's a way it smells. It has its own composition. There's a way it is made. There are things inside him that whenever you pour it in the realm of the Spirit, and Spirit smell it, they say, this is Christ. You just poured Christ now. That, yeah. that aroma, that savour, is called Christ, so they can spirits can tell the smell of the of the of Christ. It has a unique smell in the spirit. He has a unique aroma 
in the spirit. So you can have a, an Holy Ghost manifestation that is not Christ. It's a manifestation of the spirit, but it's not a Christ manifestation. Because it doesn't contain the, the spices or the ingredient that is mixed into the compound. Amen. It, it has to have its own portions, certain materials must be inside the anointing. Amen. So those things that are, that are inside the anointing are the things which are the records in the Logos that, that contains Christ, what makes up Christ. Amen. And, and when you check it, the spices that are in the anointing that is called Christ are mainly two things. They fall under two things. They are, first, his suffering, and secondly, what? The glory that should follow. Praise God. What did I, what did I call them? They are, his suffering. Now, if you can learn those two things about Christ, you've learned everything about him. There are two things. So, those two things are the things you add to a man to make him glorious. The thing that you add to a man to make him a candidate of God's glory. That's what Christ, because that's called Christ. Christ is what you take a man and then you put something on him. That thing you put on him is not just an addition. By the time you pour it on him, it changes him. Amen. Because we say what you are pouring has a vital ingredient. It's, it's glory. You want to bring him to glory. But there's a path first called suffering. By the time he goes through that first cause, no longer become, he's no longer a man. He changes into another kind of man. The other kind of man he changes into is the man who they put glory on. Praise God. So, so, this, so Christ here, so, so when they say the spirit of Christ, let's read this place again. Amen. It says, searching what or what manner of time the spirit of Christ which was in them did signify when it testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and what? And the glory that should follow. The sufferings of Christ and then what? And the glory that should follow. Praise God. So what makes up Christ are his suffering and his glory. His sufferings and his glory. Praise God. His suffering and what? Now, the spirit of Christ is the spirit that interprets what the suffering is and what the glory is. Now, without the spirit, men will be confused. Men, there's no way man can, can envision the sufferings of Christ. Praise God. That, that thing must be shown. It must be revealed, like when Jesus appeared to Paul, right? And then when, when he was talking to Ananias, no, he appeared to Ananias first. After he appeared to Paul initially, then later he appeared to Ananias and said, I've appeared to one guy who I'm, who I'm preparing, right? And you need to go and minister to him. And he began to say, and one of the things he said to Ananias is that I will show him many things which he must suffer for my name's sake. Are you saying that? That's, so that, that to me, that, was, that, that has to be the first revelation of Paul. So there's a way you can think of what Paul, what Paul 
are just maybe sweet revelations, sweet all those things. Amen. There is sweet revelation, but but, but if you forget about those things, just look at the man Paul. <laughs> when you look at the man Paul, you see embodiment of suffering and glory. Now, any man who says that I am a Christ now, praise God. You say, I am now a Christ. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> so, when you say, well, you are now a Christ, angels say, okay, you are a Christ. Because we, we know what a Christ smells like. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. So now, now there are people who, who suffer their own kind of suffering. That is, that is their own. They prepare. They will mix it up, their own compound, and then they begin to. Then they go and tell God, God, we suffer all these things oh, for you, Amen. But then God will smell the suffering. This suffering, but they will tell, they will tell God. They thank God, God, you see, what we did, what we've done, for, what Jesus did was a small thing. Of. What we did, what we have done for your name. <laughs> this one is a mighty works. <laughs> Amen. But it's not that way, they must show you. So that I will show you many things which he must suffer for my name. It means the suffering for his name are specific. They must be searched out. It is a spiritual thing. They are inside an oil. They are mixed into an oil. It and it takes this it does the mixing of it is not ordinary. Man can't compound such a mixture. Praise God. Amen. So what I'm not saying is that it, it takes spirit dealings. Spirit information, amen, amen, to begin to bring out the Christ nature. Praise God. And so this spirit of Christ in those prophets beforehand was, they were able to cite just for the purpose of utterance, right? Those uh, two things, the spirit of, sorry, the sufferings of Christ and then what the, the glory that should follow. This, and these things, amen, if you read the Bible, New Testament, where you see that this is that the two things that make up Christ. They are just the praise God. Amen. Amen. They are the two things that make up what? That make up Christ. When Paul was mentioned, Philip Colossians chapter praise God. Philippians chapter 3, to the excellency of the knowledge of Christ. Praise God. Say that I might know him. The fellowship of his suffering. The power of his resurrection. The fellowship of his suffering. Power of his resurrection. Now power of resurrection means the power behind his glorification. Because he was raised into glory. Are you seeing that? So the power of his resurrection, then the fellowship, you can't have power of resurrection without the fellowship of his suffering and to suffer, being made conformable to his death because his suffering led into death. Praise God. Are you seeing that? Then if I might attain to the resurrection, so, that, so if I will be partake of his glory, 
I must have the revelation of the fellowship. So that was so it means that Christ's suffering is a fellowship. Praise God. <laughs> what did I say? Now, if you are if you've not entered a fellowship, you are not really blessed yet. Is that what is now to know, please? Can you describe what is fellowship? What is a fellowship? Can you tell me? <laughs> Praise God. Fellowship. Have you have you watched Lord of the Rings? The fellowship of the ring. What is the fellowship of the ring? Can you describe describe to me? <laughs> Fellowship. Yes. Yes. Fellow. Yes. Knowing you like in the world. Yes. It's okay. Like you have a fellowship. Like it's more like maybe the people who think the same way. Yes. Like a union. Yes. Like an interaction. Like yes. an um, exchange of mm-hmm. words and everything. Like the same thinking, like on that level. Yes. So when you say like love and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Yes. I believe it's more like okay, like come up here that like you can't for example you can't fellowship with a dog yes you just throw the ball and then well i can fellowship with you mm-hmm. maybe or if you if we study the same course yes we can fellowship together because yes. the way i'm thinking is the way you are thinking yes i'm saying a and yes. you're saying it as a yes they're not saying it as mm, can yes you bring it down like yeah. make it like we are interacting mm-hmm. on the same level and mm-hmm. No one is misunderstanding anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I thought this was what you meant. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. no, like we are on the same level. Like, yes. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like everything is like every every cell, everything I'm saying. Like you are interpreting it the yes. way I would interpret it. Yes. Like, we have that union. Yes. So, so it means that what she's just describing is that we have a revelation. Yeah. Uh, revelation means a knowledge that's not common, that you must be granted access to. Uh, right. So, so those people who are in a fellowship, they are people who have a revelation. What makes fellowship is revelation. Revelation creates fellowship. Everybody who that revelation, who accessed the revelation, have accessed the fellowship. Revelation means in terms of what is not readily available normally. Something happens and now makes you able to access it. Be it a revelation, it could be a revelation of scripture, of life. What I'm talking is mainly of life. Amen. Amen. So praise God. So that thing is actually what brings a fellowship. So there's what you call the fellowship of the sufferings of Christ. There's the fellowship, and that, that fellowship is taught by the Spirit. So that's the what the spirit of Christ started to excavate. Then when that spirit of Christ excavated it and then began to move upon prophets to prophesy concerning it. Praise God. Are you seeing that? Then after those have been prophesied, then you now move into season of the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Amen. So he says, let's read, read on. He says, searching what, what manner of time the Spirit of Christ, which was in them, did signify when he testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ. Praise God. And then what? Amen. Let me just say a little bit about this suffering. Now, if you say, what is suffering? Can someone tell me what suffering is? Just de- define suffering to me. Suffering. Just tell me. Quickly. 
just a, it's a simple English word, right? Just suffering to suffer. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. He says that. Denying, okay, I, I, I love the word denying. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. So suffering has to do with will. Mm-hmm. Right. So anything that is a suffering to you is something that you don't want, mm-hmm. but is happening to you. Mm-hmm. And then you, you, you don't want it, but, you, but it's happening. Mm-hmm. Praise God. So, mm-hmm. so when they say there is suffering in Christ, it means that mm-hmm. in Christ there will be things you don't want that will happen to you. Mm. Praise God. Mm. Means there will be what? Mm. But but those things are not just things that maybe um, you you don't force yourself into. The moment you are the one who is doing it, it's no longer a suffering. Yeah. So that's why you kind of say, "I'm going to suffer." Yeah. The moment you say, "I'm going to suffer," and then you design the suffering, that makes it no longer what. It means you are not suffering. <laughs> So this is what I want, to, I want to get it. I want to make you understand that that thing called suffering, hmm. when it's happening to you, it will be against your your will. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I just want to introduce to you that it is not out of place for heaven to make you suffer. Hey. <laughs> How many of us believe that? Are you going to say amen to that? <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. It's not out of place for heaven to do what? Remember the mother of John and the Zebedees, the sons of thunder. She came to Jesus and said, Jesus, said, Jesus you know, I'm not like all the other parents. Who, you know, your children will follow you, they will be angry, they, you know, maybe their children are no longer responding to them, they don't have time. You know, they just took them, maybe maybe Peter's mother and Andrew, Peter and Andrew, their brethren. You know, maybe the, the mother did not have, say, I'm not, I'm not like all those other mothers. Me, I'm, I, I come ready to give my children mm-hmm. to you. Yeah. Praise God. Yeah. How many of you like that kind of heart? <laughs> <laughs> I said, Jesus, even I don't just want them to be disciples. I want them, when you are sending to glory, I want two of them to be the people, one at your right hand, the other one at your left, they will be beside you. Mm-hmm. Just said, okay, no problem. <laughs> that <laughs> said, this thing asked is a difficult thing, but it's not for me. It's not for my, for my father. But one thing I know about it, I can't tell you whether I will grant it or not. That's up to. But he said, there's one thing I know about it. That there is a cup which I am drinking. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. He said, what? There's there's a cup that I'm drinking that these ones also anybody who will be that close to me because if they are that close it means they will be partakers of my glory. So the cup which I am drinking they must be ready to also partake of that cup. 
Thank you. They must also be what? They must be ready to partake also of the cup. Now, you see that cup? That's the cup that Paul was baptized into. Now, from when someone has drank of that cup, you know, he, not, he, no, he no longer talks normally like other people. He begins to say things like, no, I no longer count my life there. On <laughs> I don't count my life there. <laughs> Praise God. Now, now that cup, this is, is some, you can't create it by yourself. I just want to show you something. That this thing is something that a, a man cannot suffer the sufferings of Christ just naturally. That's why they, they mix the suffering into an anointing. It's a spirit. That when a person is going through it, they are drunk. Wow. Imagine someone is suffering and they keep going. <laughs> what will make a man keep going? Normally, it's what, it's what you like you keep going for. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, you see, New Testament is actually a record of the sufferings. Hmm. Sufferings. Amen. What did I say? Sufferings. Sufferings. That a man must suffer for Christ. But the good thing about suffering is that there's glory to attach. There's a reward. Glory is the what? Is the reward of suffering. Praise God. So I see these are the things that make up Christ. So when you are teaching Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. Men must suffer. There's no way to put it. There's no way to, you know, sugarcoat it or anything. Praise God. What did I say? That men must suffer. Suffering means your life will no longer be going how you planned it, how you budgeted it. Things will happen. Is a is a part of the cause. It is actually marriage. Suffering is the DNA of the way to glory. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So, glory, in order to create the way, became him by whom and for whom are all things in bringing many sons to glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through suffering. So, through suffering, you enter glory. Praise God. So, I said the two things that make up Christ, which the Spirit searches out, are the sufferings of Christ and and the glory. Do you remember what Jesus said to those two guys on the way to uh, Emmaus? When he appeared to them, they were were arguing about things that happened. Mm. That was the day Jesus Christ resurrected. Praise God. And then when, when then Jesus just came to them and was listening to them, I said, what are you talking about? And they, haven't you heard of this prophet? He was a mighty prophet and all that. And then, praise God, let's see. Is that, is that, uh, uh, praise God. Luke, chapter 24. Praise God, let's see. Luke chapter 24, I'll read from um, 
One. Okay, let's read from verse twenty. Um, verse twenty-five. Aha, uh-huh, yes. So it says, certain of them were with us, and then Jesus, Jesus saying unto them, "Praise God." Praise God. Yeah. In verse 25, he said, and he said unto them, O fools and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. So, to explain what the prophet has spoken, he said, I ought not Christ to have suffered these things, and to what? And then from verse 20, and then beginning at Moses and prophet, he expounded to them in all the scriptures things concerning himself. So, you're seeing what, what, what the prophets spoke. That first Peter was was speaking of were the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. And Jesus himself came and said it, that this is what the prophets have spoken. See, there's a colon after verse 25. That ought not Christ to have what? Suffered these things and have what? Entered into his glory. Praise God. So, so the Spirit, now, now let me tell you one thing. I, I don't, we just got filled with the Holy Ghost later, right, um, in Jordan, right, that's when he got filled with the Holy Ghost, but Jesus, also, but Jesus had the Spirit of Christ with him, instructing also, praise God, and he had angelic help that was also instructing him. Praise God. So, so you see, the Holy Spirit is the one who is able to, um, who is the one who is able to interpret anything that anything God, anything that is God, anything that is, praise God, that is that that is not man's things, anything that is above man, it takes the Holy Spirit at different levels to begin to what. To begin to interpret them. Amen. Now, now God doesn't desire for um now you see Holy Spirit when he was the Spirit of Christ, for example, when he was here on the earth, maybe in the time of the prophets, bringing all the prophetic books, um, he couldn't make men leave it what was being prophesied at that time. Just the Spirit of Christ, amen, amen. in that level of his manifestation, he couldn't make men live out those things or come into the experience of those things. In other words, no man could suffer the sufferings of Christ even though they were prophesied about in the book. Because for somebody to... Be able to go through those things, amen. There has to be an inward operation, right, within the person that actually brings the, that takes the person through the process, amen. That does what? That takes the person through the process. Of inheriting the natures of Christ. 
what did I say? There has to be what? Of inheriting the nature. So, so anybody who will inherit natures, these natures in the spirit, such a person must have inherited the spirit. Now, it is the spirit that opens the world of inheritances to the soul. If a soul has not inherited the spirit, the soul will not inherit anything in God. Praise God. If a soul hasn't inherited the spirit, the soul cannot do what? The soul cannot inherit anything in God. So you see what the spirit was doing outside of man in bringing forth the scriptures opening up the scriptures or writing the scripture, authoring the scriptures through different men, different prophets, through the law and all that. So that operation of the unveiling of the essence of the beings of God, those things must now all those unveilings now need to happen inside a man. It is when those unveilings are happening in a man, that is how men journey in God. Amen. Amen. That is how what? That's how men that's how men journey. In God. Praise God. Hallelujah. When the Jesus, I was saying before how Jesus also wrote his epistle, right, which is the book of Revelation, right, which is the a super epistle. All right, you know the order of New Testament for Matthew is you have the synopsis, then you have the or the acts the synopsis is acts, right, so when you say the Matthew Mark Luke John, they call them the synoptic gospel, and that way you can put them you can call them the acts of Jesus right they are the, they're actually the acts of Jesus. Praise God. Then Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, then you have the book of Acts, which are the Acts of the Apostles. Right? They are Acts and Gospel, they are the same kinds of book. Just showing record of what things they were doing. Right? 
So the, the Acts actually archived two things. What the things they did and began to teach. Yes. Same thing with Jesus. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and what Jesus Christ did and what he taught. That was the, the so the Acts, the synopsis of the Acts. Amen. Amen. So Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, then you have those are the Gospels of Jesus. And then you have uh, the book of Acts, amen. amen, which was the Acts of the Apostles, then followed from Romans, praise God, to Jude, which has the epistles of the Apostles. Then you have the last book, which is Revelation, which is the epistle of Jesus. So the Acts and the epistles of the Apostles are inside the Acts and the epistle. Of Jesus, so, so that, that that epistle of Jesus, in the, when they started it, they said it's the revelation of Jesus Christ which God gave to him to show unto his servants things which which must shortly come to pass. And then he sent it; he signified it by his angel unto his servant John, who bore record of what the word of God and of the testimony of Jesus and of all the things which he saw. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Now, that book, inside the book of Revelation, inside the epistle of Jesus, praise God, they wrote letters to the churches. Am I correct? Then, after writing letters to the churches, then to John, then John was granted access to heaven. Then in heaven, it opened up. He saw the heavens, saw the throne, saw beings and all that. Then they now showed him the right hand of him that sat on the throne. And now so that the right hand of him that sat on the, of the, on the throne, there is a book in that right hand. Praise God. And then that book is sealed with seven seals. Praise God. Are you seeing that? That book is what? Seals with seven seals. So, and you see, inside that book of him that sat, that book is the actual revelation. That's the actual what? The, the actual, so there is what you call the physical book of Revelation from chapter 1 to the end. Mm-hmm. Now, inside Revelation, there is now the revelation in a book mm-hmm. that began to open up from chapter 6. Praise God. That's when they began to open up the actual book now. Now, do you see all those things in the book? That's one, one of these great sights to understanding that epistle of Jesus is that all those, when they say things which must shortly come to pass, they are actually things which must shortly come to pass in men. In what? In men. Inside men. Things which must come to pass inside men. Praise God. Now, what that means is that inside man, men, you will find that there is a book that has been written for man, and that book is sealed. And then that book needs to begin to be opened up, seal by seal. Praise God. And which is, as seals are opening, is bringing about journeying of the soul. Are you seeing what I'm saying? It's bringing about what? Journeying of the soul to God. 
or to bring the soul to the end. And also in that chapter 5, how the book was open, it said that there was only one man who was able to open the book. And that person who was able to open the book is the line of the tribe of Judah, the root of David. Praise God. That same uh, man, praise God, who uh, is actually a lamb. See, and I look and I saw a lamb standing in the midst of the throne, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God. Praise the Lord. So, so the person who opened the book, he had seven eyes. He had seven horns, and he had what? Those, horn, those are the eyes. Then I explain what the eyes are. That the eyes are the seven spirits of God. So, those eyes, I'll tell you, the eyes, praise God, and the horns are what open the book. Praise God. Oh, let, uh, let me actually put it this way. The horns is actually what took the book. It's the eyes that opened it. Right, because yes. when the when the angels were worshiping, they began to sing. I said, "Thank God that they began to praise the Lord, praise God, that, uh, Amen." Mm-hmm. They said, "The line of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to take the book and to open the seals, to look thereon." <laughs> let's let's read. Let's see the words that they actually used in that place. Amen. We are moving into a time when people need to believe and walk or forget it. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. These are things. God wants to begin to do things. The times are changing. The days are changing. These are the times of fulfillment. A lot of things that have been written and kept uh, will begin to begin to be fulfilled inside men. Begin to see these things begin to open up. Praise God. Amen. Amen. So you see here, um, Revelation chapter 5, verse 5, it says that, um, okay, verse 4. Let's see, let's see. Let's go back. See, I saw saw a strong angel, verse 2, right? Proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the book and to lose the seals? Praise God. And no man in heaven nor in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. They couldn't open the book and they couldn't what? Look thereon. As I, and I wept much because no man was found worthy to open and read the book. Neither to what? To look thereon. And one of the elders said unto me, Weep not, because the lion of the tribe of Judah has prevailed to open the book and to do what? And to lose the seals thereof. Yes, praise God. And I beheld and lo, in the midst of the throne and of the four beasts, in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, sent forth into all the earth. And he came and took the book out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne. So he came and took the book. And then when he had taken the book, right, the four beasts and the four and twenty elders fell down before the lamb, having every one of them harps and golden vials full of odors, which are the prayers of saints, and the song a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book 
and to open the seals thereof. Praise God. So you see, that was worthy to take the book. That's the first one. Praise God. And then secondly, to do what? To open the seals thereof. For thou was slain and has redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people. And has made us unto our God kings and priests. And we shall reign on the earth. Praise God. So, so you see, so when it comes to taking the book, there's the authority he has. Amen. Which is the symbol of his horns. Actually, his authority in the spirit. Which it will, it will do anything that has to do with right hand. Before you even approach that place, you must have authority. Because the right hand is the realm of the authority. You must have God kind of authority. To be able to approach where? The right hand dimension. Amen. Amen. To begin, do you know that there are things kept at the right hand? And those things kept at the right hand, man, we can't just access those things ordinarily. It will take a kind of authority. Mm. Praise God. Now, if you see that authority is also, is also, is an authority, you can see it in different level, at different levels. If when you see the church, if you look at the church as a whole, as an organism in the spirit, you will see that it has space on its head for where horns should grow. And as, the, as that, those horns are growing, that determines its access to the right-hand dimension of God. Are you seeing that? No. Praise God. So, that, so it means that, and when you see a soul that is joining into this thing, you also see it has also a place where horns should be growing. Praise God. Are you seeing that? Now, that, that, those horns... Amen. That are that are growing will be grown by the operation of the content of the book. Are you getting me? That the content what of the book is what is to grow the eyes and the horns of the church of God, so that the church can come also and sit at that position. Praise God. But before that, one person who already has it must go there. And take it. And which Jesus did. Because they searched nobody could go. Jesus Christ went. And Jesus Christ took it. And when he brought it, after taking it, then he now has to be able to open it. And look thereon. Be able to open it. And then what? Open it and look. And now what looking means to be able to read it. To be able to search it. To be able to explain it. Are you getting Are you seeing why only Jesus... Could write this book. This, uh, these epistles are actually the epistles of Jesus. Now, Jesus could not come physically and write it, praise God, because he wasn't in the body anymore. So he went through John, and then John sent and signified it. Praise God. In, if you go to chapter 1 of Revelation, you'll see some, an interesting thing there. When the book it's as if it's as if the book has two introductions. It depends on how your Bible is. Do you know most epistles they just start? If you read verse four of chapter one, that's how epistles start normally. <laughs> right? That's normally if you have just been if it's just John writing it, if it's John who wrote this book, it will start from chapter four. 
You just see John to the seven uh, which and Asia, grace be unto you and peace from him which is, which was. That's how it is to start. Are you seeing it? But this is not John. It is what John wrote encapsulated. John was a carrier. So, so the first one is the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave to him to show. So it means that this book was written by Jesus Christ. It's not, this is not John's epistle. John's epistle are three. First John, second John, third John. This is not an epistle of John. It's an epistle of Jesus Christ. Praise God. In verse 1 says, He sent it and signified it by his angel unto who? On, no, no, no apostle wrote any book like this. That they'll say that an angel came to me and was sent to me and signified it. No, it's there the one. Are you get what I'm saying? It was, it was, it was just spirit directly moving in them to write epistles. Are you get what I'm saying? So they were able to fetch, they were fetching from their, from, from what has been written in them. Are you, are you get what I'm saying? It's, it's this knowledge that has been, that has stored up inside them. They knew it. They weren't like maybe in a trance or maybe something happened and they slept and you won't say Paul, say I was in the spirit and lost there, I said and then he's writing. That's not. Paul was just writing from his conscious knowledge that has been stored inside him, was bringing forth counsel, writing things moved by the Holy Spirit out of the depths. Are you seeing that? But this one, John wasn't like that. John wrote first John, second John, third John in that way. But in this way, John was taking over. It wasn't John writing a piece. It was another person who has something to say, who came by his angel to begin to write, to, to, to show John things. John literally saw what he should write. He showed him everything. Are you seeing that? And then when, when they showed him, praise God. Praise God. Where do you say, and these things which you see now, write and send them? First what? Okay, praise God. So this was the angel speaking to Jesus. Oh, sorry, Jesus' angel speaking, right? He introduced himself. He said, I am he that liveth, right? And was dead, and behold, I am alive evermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell, and what? And death, and never says, write the things which thou hast seen. And the things which are, and the things which shall be what? Hereafter. Praise So you see, he told him to write what he's seen. Jesus was showing him what things. Are you seeing that now? So what things are those which he wrote? There are things which should happen in men. Are you seeing that? Praise God. Now, what are those things? It's actually the things of the book. The things of the seals. So the sight. Okay? The eyes that Jesus had. He has horns which took the book. Then he has his eyes. The eyes, praise God, are to see two things. The eyes are to see the seals and to see the book. The eyes are for what? On the book. So you see, there's this opening it, then looking thereon. Open it. So the way of the way you open the a seal is to to read the seal. The seals are actually knowledges. They are actually things which 
should be seen. Praise God. There are things which should be seen. The seals are things which should be known. There are things which should be revealed. Amen. So, you need the eyes to see the seals. That's why when the book was opening, they didn't just say he opened the seven seals and then the book now said this. No. When they open one seal, they say, come and see. From chapter 6, from verse 1, you see that? So, and I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard as it's where the noise of thunder, one of the four beasts saying, come and see. You see, they opened the first one, come and see. Second one, come and see. Third one, come and see. Fourth one, come and see. So it means that before the, between the first one being opening and the second one opening, there were things to see. So that word, come and see, is actually sight. Come and, come and see what this seal is. The seal must be demystified. The seal must be seen. Now, so, you know, discover that what Jesus Christ used to open the seals are the eyes which he has. What are those eyes? They are the seven spirits of God. They are the seven words. They are the seven spirits of God. The seven spirits of God. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, so are you seeing how, what opens up seal and book? See now, you have to, what is seal and book? Seal and book means life. Seal and the book. Seals and the book. Say seals and the book. Seals and the book. Amen. Amen. Now, at what point does a believer begin to have access to the things of the seals? You did ask you about to speak. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you want to? Can you tell me? Just be able to see it. Yeah. When does when does the see when you begin to uh, engage the seals? If we, if we go based on like the past teachings, then it yes. comes like when you begin to get the fullness of the spirits, because that's when you're coming into the seven spirits. Okay. Okay. When you begin to have the fullness of the spirit. Okay, I, I okay, I like that answer. Praise God. Can someone okay use another way to, to show me when you begin to have when the seals when the seals begin? Zero wants to say she wants to answer. She wants to answer. When, when do the seals begin? The seals. You know, the, you know this seals thing because in the book of Revelation, huh, we see that that seal thing. Ah, before we even, we are still in, 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 we are still in Matthew. We are still in, Amen. Matthew. We are still. Some of us are in Romans. We never forget about seals. Those are 
since revelation and time and and something praise god but yeah, that's not it at all yes please go ahead um so still on that same line yes where it's like so when we're being filled by the spirit right yes and then we start to like experience like the word of christ yes and so it starts to increase us in wisdom yes to the knowledge of christ yes so when that happens that means our eyes are also being opened yes like you guys will understand that okay. Enlightened. So okay. when we start coming into that realm, yeah. where like revelation is now being birthed yes. like, from all the like knowledge and understanding yes. and yes. all of that on each other. Yes. Um yeah, so being enlightened the spirit of wisdom. Okay. Revelation, yes. Yes. Enlightened. So you see, you mean that that from Ephesians, that the seals are already, mm-hmm. Paul's already speaking about the seals yeah. as early as that time. Yeah. Right. Are you seeing that? Yeah. So, so the thing, so it means that Paul ministered mm-hmm. things that are inside the revelation of Jesus. Wow. Mm. Wow. Now, it, now, Paul, they have to, he has, it has to be. It's not possible that Paul ministers something entirely different. Mm. Then Jesus now come and say something entirely different. No. All the revelations of Paul, John, all Peter, they are all inside Jesus' revelation. That's why you call the book of Revelation a super epistle. It's the epistle of all the other epistles. In fact, it's the epistle of the whole Bible. Praise God. Hallelujah. But there is a way Jesus' own, Jesus's own is. Because Jesus' anointing level is higher. You know that the, the, the anointing level determines the... It's not, not accuracy, but the, it determines the intensity of the revelation. You see... It hardly will the day the Paul write things according to he didn't write according to visions happenings are you get what I'm saying he didn't write like that but Jesus' own was different praise God yeah. Jesus' own doesn't sound like doctrine it sounds like story yeah. it sounds like film yeah. movie yeah. <laughs> Uh, are you seeing <laughs> now why is it why can why can some why can why could jesus create movie out of his revelation his anointing is how anointed he is it's how anointed he is now we need this revelation we need this kind of sight Yes. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So you see, the seals actually start from any time, the, the time whenever a, a believer, the time when seals start in a man is when the first thought of being separate happens to you. The first thought of separation. 
when your first thought of being separate happens that is a flavor is from the seals yes it's from the seals it is the it is a ministration of an eye of the eye one of the spirits of god that make if only only the spirit of god can make a man think such a thought no, you know the thought of being separate is the first time you are called to you that why would I just be living like this on the earth as men are living? Isn't there something more than this life? <sighs> that is a thought. Is it as a thought from a different realm? Is a foreign thought? Something brought such a thought. It's a spirit. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. Is a see now you see such thought is what Jesus died for. For such thinking to occur to a man is what that's what Jesus died. Men, all men's resolution of thought always ended somewhere. Without when Jesus, without Jesus, when, when Jesus had no before Jesus's life began to testify, all of man's thought ended somewhere. They were just dropping at a level, at a level, at a level. Even even when Jesus was about to ascend, just about to ascend, then just at that place. As as, uh, they still ask him, okay, were you at this time? <laughs> so, are you seeing? So, those apostles, they have joined with him everything, even after resurrection, they've seen him. Now, after that time, by the time they ask that question, imagine, can you imagine this? Right? Remember that resurrection morning? After preaching to those two guys, he went to them, all the disciples. He still opened their eyes from, from the Lord, the prophet. He has taught by revelation. He has taught and taught 40 days. Only God knows how many times he was, he was teaching. <laughs> After everything, they said, Okay, Lord, I have, I have a question. Will you at this time now restore? It means that separation has not happened. They couldn't. They could not comprehend separation. It's not something that. It means that they they could only still see kingdom as an earthly thing. They could only so the sign that someone has not begun to ex experience that ministry is when they are only their resolution of life, of thought, of things. And when something is happening. You only resolve it in an earthly way. Yeah. In an earthly, with earthly consciousness, with a limited consciousness. Mm. The way, when such a heart is like that, uh, like Peter, when it was time, of course, you saw time of Jesus' crucifixion, everything. Amen. Amen. The, the reason why Peter would not be able to stay with Jesus is he couldn't see. I mean, this man now is the Lord. They've captured him. Now, if these guys can be handling the Lord, no. I. <laughs> <laughs> imagine people are just they are, they are slapping ah. Jesus. Hey, hey, hey. With each slap, his his steps is slowing down. Hey, hey, hey. That if they catch me, what would they do to me? If, if praise God, do you know that? that would, I tell you why? Because he didn't know much of what was in Jesus. What he was seeing was the body. If they can slap this body, 
Amen. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? If they can beat this body, if they can slap this body, ah, who am I? They will deal with me now. <laughs> Praise God. They didn't have sense of heavenly beyond the earth. Eternal. Praise God. Anything beyond natural. Our, you know, we have natural programming. Natural foresight. Hope. You see, and you know, the Jews, they all had a hope. They all envisioned one day when Caesar's rule will crumble. They will become a liberated people again. All of them will just, they will, they will just gather in Jerusalem. No more. Any, they are not paying tax, anything. They just be around the temple, just yeah. with the book, yeah. with the ark, everything. Just worshipping their God. Are you seeing that thing? That image is what they have. And to them, that is the holiest thing in life. If that thing can happen, let Israel come back again. Let worship in Jerusalem come back again on the earth. Let's begin to praise God. Are you seeing that thing? And it sounds like a holy aspiration. Are you seeing that? Now, that thing is a, is a lock, is a cage for a soul. When you bring so anything you drop, we must reduce it. Anything it can reduce into that framework, it will throw away. It has no value for it. Are you seeing that? Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, so are you seeing that the thought? What is thought of separation? I'll tell you, like I said before, I didn't, know, I didn't mention it that when you are born again, you come into a state called gathering. That's the first state, right? That was what Jacob prophesied towards Judah concerning. That, right, the scepter will not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet, until Shiloh come, that's the peacemaker, and unto him shall the gathering of the people be. So that word, the people, means Christians, people who are born again. Once you become born again, you become a people, you are, you are born again into gathering of the people. That's what the church is. Praise God. Now, you see, that way that gathering of the people is, there's no, there's normal life, natural life going on. Praise God. Amen. Yeah. See, the gathering is what the disciples learned from Jesus. So at the point where they asked him, when we restore the kingdom, they, are, they were already a gathered people. Jesus spent three and a half years gathering them, teaching them the way of gathering. That's why when Jesus passed, after he, he, sorry, when he passed into heaven, and the church started, they had that knowledge of gathering with them. That's how the church started. Are you seeing that? But then, then the next level of church, it took, it took a lot to break them into it. God has to go and bring Paul. So the first preacher of separation was Paul. Separation is the first message of Christ. Separation is the first righteousness. Anybody who has never had the thought of separation, you can be a Christian for 50 years, 100 years. You can be a Christian for decades. If you've never had a thought of separation, you have never done righteousness. The first righteousness is separation. Is separation means thought of living a life that is anchored not on the powers of the present. Are you seeing that? If you can envision Israel gathered, separation is the first time a man would turn toward the tabernacle and say, what is in that place? There's another life far away in that place. 
how can I? That life seems holier than the life which we are living. Are you I'm trying to see what I'm saying? That thing. So that thing is an, actually an administration of sight. Amen. Amen. And it's the walking of the spirit. It's the is the is the an eye of the spirit that creates the that consciousness inside a man. Praise God. Hallelujah. So separation is hard to bring separation thought to a soul that has not yet inherited the spirit. Because the spirit, before the spirit becomes eyes, praise God, Hallelujah. there must be measure of inheritance of the spirit in a man. <clears throat> Praise God. Am I, are you getting me? What did I say? Before? Yes. Yes. There must be a measure of inheritance of what? Of the spirit in what? In a man. Inheritance of the spirit. Say inheritance of the spirit. So God will do everything. If God has a people who is prepared for inheritance, he will do everything that he can to make sure they inherit the spirit. Because if they don't inherit the spirit, there's nothing, you can't bring other inheritances. Because if they they can't, because eyes will not open, right? If eyes are not open, they can't see land of inheritance. What was Paul's prayer? He will grant unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you might know what is the hope of his calling, the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. The exceeding greatness of his power towards Amen. Are you seeing that? So to understand the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, what happened? You must have eyes open. So the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you might know the hope of his calling, praise God, is a function of receiving the spirit of wisdom and what? And revelation in the word, in the knowledge of him. And to get to that level, there must be an an inheritance of the spirit. Now when I say inheritance of the spirit now, who am I speaking of? Who? Holy Ghost. Thank you. You must inherit the Holy Ghost. Now, Inheriting the Holy Ghost. What is that? Praise God. Amen. Now, is it just is it inheriting maybe spirit of Christ like that was on the moved in the among the prophets and all that? No. no. We're not talking about the spirit at work in different capacities, operating in different capacities. When you are when there is we're talking about inheriting the dispensation of the holy ghost of the spirit that is given for new testament function are you seeing that the the operation of spirit given for new testament function is the full person of the ghost the full person 
of the Holy Ghost. That third person, mm -hmm. that full person of the Holy Ghost. The, no man had that, ever had that before. The full person. Say person. Person. Aha, I love that. Person. Person of Holy Ghost. You don't... Before, in Old Testament, no, there's nothing like that. You see, spirit can move here, spirit move there in different capacities for different things. We're talking about the giving of the person of the Holy Ghost. That is one of the things for New Testament. So, that, that spirit has to, had to be working from Genesis. He was doing many, many things from Genesis. He became the spirit of the Lord. Right? Amen. It was the same spirit was operating through dif in different capacities upon men, moving people, orchestrating people. All of those things were for writing of scriptures. To create the record. I mean, are you seeing the... To create the written record of the word. The written record means... The it is the wisdom of 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 excavation of logos content that man can read. This only this scripture you are seeing. You know, scripture is full of men and things they did. Different men walking with God, some disobeying God, some fighting God, some being evil, some being unrighteous, some being righteous. All kinds of things are there. Praise God. So, so but the so Holy Spirit was the one. Moving, are you seeing that it was moving for the purpose of authoring scripture? Praise God! Hallelujah. So, you see, scripture is what Holy Spirit had to provide for Himself, so that when He comes inside man, that He will have it to use. Praise God! Hallelujah. That He will do what He will have it to use. Now, but to access scripture, the real accessors of scripture who are really who really use scripture are people who have inherited the person, you've inherited the ghost, you've inherited the ghost, what the Holy Ghost. And how do you inherit him? They will fill you, fill you, fill you, fill you. So you know the difference between being filled and being full. A man who is full of the Holy Ghost has inherited him. A man who is just filled at a level has some measure, but he, isn't, he hasn't pushed. He has some measure of inheritance of the Spirit, but he hasn't come into the full function, the full person of the Ghost, of the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But when they begin to raise people who have who are who are Holy Ghost people. Mm -hmm. Say Holy Ghost people. Holy Ghost people. Holy Ghost people begin to gain access to the seal and the book. They begin to do what? Gain access to the seal and the they begin to gain access. Nobody will excel in separation without fullness. Mm -hmm. 
They, when, it, when it came to the Holy Spirit in the, in the Gospels, they now called him, they call him the Spirit of Holiness. His Holy Spirit is also the Spirit of Holiness. He's the Spirit of, 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 of separate things. But the first level of holiness is se- se- separation before sanctification. Praise God. Praise the Lord. So, so inheriting the spirit is paramount. Are you seeing that? Inheriting what? The spirit is paramount. It's paramount. What initiates the opening of the seals of the book is the spirit of wisdom. Amen. Amen. So, the nature of beings, and we're rounding up now, the nature of, of beings who will journey, thank you God, the nature of beings who will journey to, to journey inside into the cause, you know, if you're coming, you're, you're becoming separate, after separation at a level, then... At a point in your separation journey, you gain access into the kingdom. Praise God. And by the time you, you access the kingdom, you've, that's where you've come into the courts. Right? The courts is the first realm of the kingdom. Praise God. Now, journeying from the courts into, into sanctification and then arriving praise God through when you're getting to the end of sanctification is when you have passed through the tabernacle of God Amen, Amen. that tabernacle the journey in the tabernacle is a spiritual journey praise God Hallelujah. now I'm, I don't mean journeying in scriptures when it comes to scripture, some of us have even sat down in the mercy seat. We have, we have, amen. We are eating the golden manna. Praise God. You see, Aaron's rod, rod that budded, we are holding it, we are using it to praise God. It's our walking stick. Amen. <laughs> when it comes to revelation, we've mercy seat, we've opened it, we've seen, we've taken the glory, we've understand every, praise God. Uh, so uh, there's that. Now we are going to talk about, like I said before, it's time for manifestation of these things. We're talking about how they move a soul. How does a soul move? How do you separate a soul? Amen. Uh, then after a while, the soul will enter into the kingdom. Praise God. The, the soul will enter. See, this soul is now in the kingdom. This soul is now a kingdom soul. Praise God. And after I that soul, we will also begin to journey. The, the soul will have to pass through the east gate. The east gate is the entrance, praise God, into the realms of sanctification. Those are spiritual realms. So, spiritual realm is, is the realms of for spiritual soul. 
Amen. Amen. I hear what I'm saying. This realm for what? It's realms for spiritual soul. It's realms for how a spiritual soul journeys in sanctification. Praise God. And it takes a lot of help. It takes what? A lot of help. You don't need to inherit the spirit. Let me tell you guys a secret. You don't need to inherit the spirit to know scriptures of sanctification. Mm. Measures of the spirit can bring those things to you. Mm. But to move, to journey. In st- sanctification means for them to now make your soul sanctified. Mm. To fully sanctify, so it means that the soul no longer touches the unclean thing. Right? To do that, that soul must have gained so much inheritance of the spirit. Praise God. Are you seeing? Are you seeing that? And then inheritance of the spirit, and then the spirit begins to open up the world. Amen. By the time a soul gets to that entrance into the holy place. Praise God. Yeah. By that time, all the seals, fourth, fourth seal, fifth seal, by that time, those seals have already been opened. And they have come and seen. They have experienced the, the journey that those seals are to bring the soul into. Are you getting what I'm saying now? Amen. Praise God. Now, those, those journeys are spiritual journeys that so need to take. And the, the, the height of inheritance. Praise God. Are you hearing me? The height of inheritance when you are moving. What, what qualifies inheritance in the spirit is how much spiritual functionality is going on how much function of the spirit is happening inside the soul is, is how is a soul able to ride the waves do, do you know that now the tabernacle that moses built was flat on the ground right so, it, so that's why it will make you seem like you just stroll inside there some assault inside there because no. praise god <laughs> amen <laughs> praise god now and i know that that tabernacle is a, is a type on the earth the tabernacle that you are joining into is upward. Yes, are you getting, do, you lose, do you just stroll, into, stroll upward? How do you go upward? Huh? You must be what? You must be carried. Yes. If you are not windy, you can't take flight. Canaan men. When you go to Moses' temple, the priests were Canaan. Even the high priest was Kana. Praise God. <laughs> but when he came to the earth level, he was a, he was a more righteous Kana man than others. Are you getting, but he was still on the earth. He's a natural tabernacle. They call it a worldly sanctuary. Praise God. Hallelujah. But when you are moving, ascending in the heaven, you can't, you must be able to take flight. And that's why you need to inherit the spirit 
for, for taking flight in the spirit. So, you see, sanctification is something you take flight into. So, if you are a soldier, you know some soldiers like the ground. Anything that's making their feet jump from the ground, they don't like it. They like stability. Yeah. <laughs> are you seeing that? So, so, if a soul likes stability, you don't want to move from the ground. And you want to become holy. You will walk, and walk after a while, you will see yourself inside the holy place. It's called, it's called that holy place. Maybe it's the holy place of Aaron. <laughs> it's got like, like Pharisees. His only place of error. You, you, you did many righteousnesses, but you never left the ground. You, you'll be entering into a worldly sanctuary, not the true tabernacle. The true tabernacle is a spiritual tabernacle. And you need inheritance of the spirit to take flight. They want us to inherit. Shall I tell you what angels are for? Angels are to make you take flight. Yeah. Praise God. Angels are to what? Angels are their ministry, the ministry of angels are to make you. See, are they not ministering spirit? Who minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? Who, who, who are inheritors? They minister for them who shall be what? Inheritors. Inheritors of salvation. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. It's time for us to begin to take flight. The Lord wants us to take flight. Amen. You know, sometimes that initial taking flight is hard. But by the time you've taken flight, you now check, uh uh, there's a way someone can be, cannot be, it's your feet might leave the ground, but you are still, you can, you can be suspended. Amen. What about the first time you ever flew? Hey! Remember the first time I sat in the plane? I was flying. My first flight ever was from, from, from Lagos to Port Harcourt, I think. I remember seeing that in that plane. I mean, so you mean that right now, in a few minutes, I'll be flying in the air? Hey, God. What, what have I got in my head? And I knew at that point, when you sat down and you're walking, you can't do it, you can't come out. You can't change your mind. <laughs> I mean, heaven will strap you into the aeroplane of the spirit. Well, you can't change your mind anymore. Your, your name is already on the manifesto. On the, yeah. Wow. Almost reached destination. 
Amen. Say so we we'll grow, we we'll grow, we we'll increase, riding on the wings of the spirit. So we're rising up as man child to abide the mount of worship. We are riding on the wings of the spirit. You know, the world has, has dealt with us so much that. The world said that you see this ground here, we are we are married together. We are you can never leave me. You can never all your life you must live here. I am your support system. In fact, don't ever try to go too far from me, otherwise you will crash. The farther you go, the more <laughs> that's how the, the ground threatens you. You know what they call fear of heights? No fear of heights is is ground talking to men. The higher you go, it's warning you. Okay. <laughs> okay, you are... You are <laughs> when you are... When you are... Someone who has fear of heights, when you are up there, the last thing you want to look at is the ground. Because the ground has things to say to you. Yeah. You, you, are, you dead. Go. <laughs> That's how the ground is warning us. Say we are one. Don't ever try to go up. Don't ever... The ground wants to hold us captive. Earthly life. The things we surrounded ourselves with. The, the life the world has created for us. And so you know somebody can be on the ground and you are learning all the scripture, everything. But don't dare take flight. Your earth, your life will warn you. Don't ever leave us. We are allowing you to read Bible. Just enjoy your Bible. We are allowing you to go to a meeting. Just enjoy your meeting. Don't ever try to leave us. That's what the, the world. <laughs> Praise God. But you see, our life is not here. Our life is not here. Our life is. We are. We are to live in the heights. Now, when. By the time you get a crazy boldness that needs to possess you. When that boldness possesses you, then the ground begins to threaten you. This threat will mean nothing to you anymore. You see, Paul will say, I count not my life there unto me. Take anything you want from me. I don't care. My destiny is in the heights where Christ is seated. Therefore, your life is hid with Christ. Set your affections on things above. Amen. Amen. There's one. There's one guy now. The scientist now. I won't say his name. If, we, if you say what I'm saying, I know his name. The guy just had the baby. You know, the guy is very futuristic. He wants to go to space. Everything. He just named his baby. I think it's a space name. <laughs> he started selling all his houses on the earth. He said the earth is is is, is coming to an end soon. So his plan is to move out of the earth to another planet. <laughs> I see what I'm saying now. Now, see what that guy is doing now. What what that guy is trying to tell people is this: that see all you scientists, you guys are all talk. You've been researching about Mars, but you've not done anything. You still have house. You still have everything on the earth. But I'm going to walk. So the guy is selling all his houses now. Amen. Even though he hasn't got the full breakthrough in technology. 
to live in another planet, but he's, he has faith that that thing is coming. So he's already preparing. It's not just word alone. He's following what? He's showing his... Amen? Walk. It's not a hearer only, but it's a doer of the work. <laughs> when, I, when I just wrote, I just, I was just listening to this. I said, God, what is this? I said, this is how Christians ought to be. Now, I don't mean sugar I'm saying your house. I mean, I mean, your house should be there, but you should have sold it. You still there, living there, but it's no longer, you've lost ties to things. All kinds, your family, sorry to say, all the things that keep you, uh, amen, here. Your, your career, your job, your fears, your cares, your social status, your, all your things that make you your, your enjoyment, your entertainment, your things that keep you grounded. If you want to inherit God, you have to sell them. You have to give them up. You have to give them up. Say so you have to give them up. What are you giving them up for? For life in the spirit. Learn to live in the spirit. Enjoy the spirit. Inherit it. Inherit the, the spirit. Learn to, learn to take flight. Become conversant with the air. With the wind. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So, so you see, by time it's time to make people inherit the spirit. Or now to begin to inherit God. You now begin to see a lot more of angelic activity. Not angelic of Old Testament kind. You know that Old Testament angelic was not ministering. It wasn't minist- It wasn't exposing. There was no angelic manifestation or appearance in the Old Testament that exposed angelic nature to men. No. It is angels coming to do things on the earth. Just doing things that men's kind of things. Doing things, amen. Are you seeing? But see, all the things that angels did in the Old Testament are lower than them. They are lower. You see, ah, let's say passing the Red Sea. That thing is nothing. But the ones that is a great thing to an angel. It's nothing to an angel. Amen. I can. It's not even a cherub. Although a cherub was with them, I don't believe it's a cherub himself that parted the Red Sea. It must have been one lower angels, angel that. T- touches natural things that like we just go and part it. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, but so the true ministry of angels only happens to those who are heirs of salvation. That's when true. See, I don't minister. That's when they truly become ministering spirits. No angel operated as a ministering spirit in the Old Testament. They were not ministering spirit. They were just doing things. But New Testament, because we are heirs of salvation, they have to now become ministering spirit to us. So you now see a lot of inheritance in New Testament must involve angelic. You see the angels begin to appear. Meetings. Your house. Amen. Where you are. They move with the scriptures. Praise God. Are you seeing that? They do what? I'll tell you why God allows angels to carry it. Praise God. Because angels are the inhabitants of the heights of the present creation. If you can train a man to walk with an angel, 
that is the first breakthrough that you have into making that man spiritual in walking. Am I I getting you? Am I saying something to you? Now, when you want to carry the man to his higher than angels, praise God. I don't know if I'm making, I'm guessing across to you. I pray God will help me. Praise God. Now, let me give you an example Jesus. Jesus did not get filled with the Holy Ghost until he was like 30 or so. But Jesus was, was climbing. How was he climbing? I'll tell you, it was pure angelic ministry. But it wasn't, they weren't ministering to Jesus the way they, they, they were ministering in Moses' time. Or not. No. They were showing him spiritual nature. Praise God. Are you seeing that they were, they were showing him what? Spiritual nature. Because those angels are spirit. When you see an angel, an angel is are laws that can be learned. Am I, are you getting what I'm trying to say? There are laws that what? There are laws that can be learned. There are laws that can be learned. Praise God. What did I say? There are laws that can be learned. The laws of how they occupy the heavens. How they are able to maintain the heights. How they are able to dwell in the realm where they are kept. Praise God. It's, it's how, how do they do it? It's by oracles of God that form them. Amen. Amen. Those oracles can transport a man. Praise God. What did I say? Those oracles can Those oracles can raise a man. They can raise a person. That's why the Lord uses in angelic oracles. Amen. When I say oracle, I mean it's God's word, word of salvation, but through, spoken through angelic what? Angelic mouth. You know, angels, they are beings, they are instruments. They are instruments of ministration. Like Lucifer was. Talk about the tablet, his pipes, and all those. Those things are how they are ministering um, instruments which were inside of him. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, when you say an angel, an angel is a message. Uh, the word angelo, angelo in Latin, means messenger. So, when God says, I want to make a messenger, means all they do, they carry message, right? So, it means that they are framing, they are being, it's, mes- it's, it's message oriented. When he, when he flaps his feather, it's a message, they can, are you getting what I'm saying? They can, is the being, the whole being is framed to deliver a message. So, so when an angel begins to walk with a, a man, for example, in that capacity, the angel will be just, be just being with you. Message will be coming. If you, are, if you are doing what he's saying, you will be climbing. You are doing what he's saying, you will be climbing. You will be climbing. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Are you hear what I'm saying? If you are doing what they are saying, what will happen? You will be climbing. You will be climbing. Praise God. Praise the Lord. An angel can bring one allocation of a word for a season. 
And every meeting, he would just be coming. As he's, he's just there, you see, just him being there, messages would just be flying out. Messages would just be flying out. Messages, messages, messages. For the, the same thing, from this angle, from the other angle, from the, they are using scriptures. Are you going to say Amen. Just a visitation. They are designed to minister such things. Praise God. Hallelujah. So one of the things you will learn is how to walk with angels. Can I take him prophesied it? He said that, that we will learn to partner to join forces with the forces of heaven. That's one of the signs of the end time. The ability to join forces. What, what are the forces of heaven? They are angelic forces. Praise God. Amen. Who are angels? Angels are, are teachers. They are instructors. We, we, we know how to live on the earth. Who taught us? Demons taught us. How to live on the earth. Right, live here, live earthly life. We need to now learn how people who live in the heavens, how do they live? And how do you live spiritually every day? There's an instruction for such living. What did I say? There's the what? There's instruction for for such living. Praise God. So when you are when the Holy Spirit is carrying you, you see New Testament moving on this of the Spirit, following the Holy Spirit in your soul into sanctification is a complex thing. Praise God. Are you getting what I'm saying? Is it what? You know, it's not that, you know that simplicity of, of movement that we know of. Ah, I just woke up. Holy Ghost said, do this one. And I went to do it. And, and, and that's it. I wait for the next one. Holy Ghost said, do this one. Okay, Holy Ghost, I obey. And now, that, that thing is more complex than that. That's good. But I'm just trying to tell you that Holy Spirit, example, book of Revelation. When do you open the seed? They say, come and see. You begin to see all kinds of things happening. Amen. Praise God. Now, Holy Spirit. When all the, the, the operation of the Holy Spirit to make people inherit God, inherit the things of the Spirit, it is rich in content in terms of the experiences which they want to bring the soul into to make soul take height, come higher. To make your soul come higher, there's a, there's a robust experience of the Spirit. You see, these angels who will minister for us. Now, I, now, when I mention, you wonder, why are you mentioning angels in the New Testament? Ah, but angels now, are they not? You know, you know they say that Old Testament, that the word spoken by angels. Also. <laughs> so we, sometimes you can attribute that as Old Testament. No, 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 that's not Old Testament. Old Testament, they were, angels were doing things. Praise God. But what they were doing did not involve their nature. It didn't involve their nature. They were just carrying a word and doing things. But it didn't involve the true ministration of angels. Angels were made to minister the New Testament. Yeah. They are made and they are framed to minister 
the New Testament. When you check them, you now discover that the Holy Spirit is the one. Every, every vein in their body, every part of their nature is spirit. They are all made spiritually. Praise God. Are you seeing that? It means that their dealings, their ways are actually their, their information, spiritual information coded into them by the Holy Ghost. And those information are things that soul can learn. Yeah. So when you begin to learn New Testament, you know, they now begin to open the realm of the Spirit. They give access to beings that carry information that the soul can have. Praise God. It's all part of ascension. Moving. Praise God. Journeying in the spirit. Journeying. Praise God. It will take such people who will overcome. They're the ones who will overcome the world. They will overcome the limitations of the natural life. They will inherit the life of God. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. There's a lot of angelic activity going on now. This is just the season we are in right now. Praise God. Hallelujah. And their ways are strange. The ways of God them are strange. Praise God. There is a message that we must subscribe to. The message is the secret message. The secret message is the message of the message of God. Praise God. The message of God, which man, which man, which we need to be carried into. The praise God. The you know, secret is kept by the Spirit. The spiritual, the Holy Spirit. That's what His work is to dissolve secret. You dissolve. I know secret of just. No understanding scripture is one level. I'm talking about life secret. That's the greatest secret. To you to unlock one dimension of life where you become, your soul becomes conversant with it is an operation of the spirit. That's what we're talking about being carried, walking on the wings of the, of the spirit, growing by that, in, increasing by that. It's actually unlocking the realms of secret, the secrets of life that men don't stumble into. That the spirit wants to raise us into. Praise God. Amen. I was praying the other day on the prayer, the prayer line, the other night on the prayer line, and uh, we we're praying for Msilua, right? I was just praying and praying, and then utterance began to come about, about the secret, 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 the secret. Amen. Amen. The secret that we are, we are here. That we we're talking about the secret and the message. That that the message, the message is a secret, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 I began to get the sense of what I was talking about. That all our preparation, 
is to come so that they can the, op- the message can be open to us. And then and, he, and then I I began to say sense sense that that there is a visitation that what with things hanging. And the conversation in my heart is as if they're asking you a question, are you go are you ready to submit? Are you ready to submit? Are you ready to are you ready to yield at the level that is needed to to take the secret? To receive the secret, to be a custodian of the secret. Praise God. Amen. Amen. I'm sorry, I'll round off soon. I'm sorry. Praise God. This message is a hard message. What I'm just maybe I haven't done. I don't know, but I'm just I just want to be faithful to to say what God wants to say because a lot might depend on it. Praise God. Amen. So the 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 that short that short experience I had, right, is is to be able to just tell you what I what I I saw, what I felt in my heart is that as an is an angel that came and said that we are we are here with a secret, right, and this secret we are we want to give it, but we are not sure if you are ready to commit. So, and that commitment, I saw it as the life, the kind of life. And I saw it that that life is not a life we have entered into in terms of life commitment. I mean, when you say commitment, commitment is not is, is that you're, you are staying. You are staying. You're not just doing what you want. And you know, There's a level. There's a level of things they can commit to you when you are just somehow. You, when you come, say, okay, we'll shine, give you some mercy to see this one today. You go and do your thing, you come back. But there's, there are things of God that they don't open without commitment at a level. And I saw that what they were saying was that, you see that level of commitment is something that we already we want to do. We want, but we need an, an engagement. That are you ready? Are you going to be faithful? Are you going to be ready to carry it? And this thing, this secret, praise God. Amen. Is just hanging, and I began to ask, okay, this secret. What is the secret? What's the secret? What's I, so I thought maybe it might be something about just scriptural revelation. So I, I began to pray and pray more and pray more, and I began to see that the secret is life. Is life secret? Pray, amen. amen. Is what? Life is life secret? Amen. Amen. Um, thank you, Father. Father, we we are we give you the the chance now. We give the way now for your Spirit. We give the opportunity now for your for your ministers, your Spirit, your ministering Spirit, to come now and say all. Come and deliver. Come and deliver to us. Come and deliver to us everything. What he has been, what he has been, what he has been keeping. What he has been keeping. What he came to deliver. What he came to deliver. Father, we accept 
we accept. We accept. Help us. Help us. Help our heart. Father, you can see our frailty. You can see how weak we are. You can see that by ourselves we are not worthy. We are not able to handle such a responsibility. But Father, we are asking that your mercy will will prevail over us. Your mercy can prepare us. Your mercy can make us ready. Your mercy can make us able to to receive to receive amen i, I want to say a few things i mean i i, I battle not to say some of these things but um i'm just i'm just going to say this praise god and so it's just there um praise god um I don't have full understanding of what this means, but um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say, uh, praise. I was praying for uh, Monsieur Lua on the phone, um, so I called her mom and her mom, her mom, uh, praise God. Mm-hmm. This was on Thursday, so I called her and the mom just put the phone. And I was praying for her. So I was praying for her. Then uh, the mom. She couldn't hear fully what I was saying, but I was just praying for her normally. Um, but her, um, this is what she, she told me. She said, I, I, I hope she doesn't mind me reading this. Um, she said, as you were praying this morning, I heard an angel saying, we have come to do the Father, for we are many cherubs of glory. We have come. This was the, the mom. And I wasn't praying about anything like this. We were praying for the baby, praise God. And amen says that we have come to do the Father. We have come to do the Father, for we are many cherubs of glory. We have come. And also, towards the end of the prayer, she said the angel, National heard something about an angel from the east. I'm sure she didn't know what it means, from the east. Amen. An angel from the east. Praise God. Now, when she showed me, showed me this, I remember this angel from the east. We've had a visitation about this, from this angel before. <laughs> Praise God. And so, I remember that I was talking about it with Pastor Bukumi, and then he now reminded me that at that, that time, when this angel visited and our trans came was, I think, 2018, after 2018 convention in... Edmonton, the day we got back to the house, that same day, um, my wife and I, praise God, I'll just read, so I'd, I'd written it down in my book, praise God. Like I said, I don't fully understand these things, um, I'm just, just trying to be faithful, just following the Lord, praise God. Um, amen, I'll just read it, um, praise God, thank you Jesus. So that was, that was September 17, 2018. It says, today's our wedding anniversary. Essie and I just got home from Edmonton where we had the Believers Convention. We had arrived at home around 4.30 p.m. Praise God. And this was later in the day when we both decided to rest from our trip 
We were so tired from the activities of the week in Edmonton. So as we lay in the bedroom, we were just talking casually about various things. And when I suddenly got pulled into the spirit and began to pray in other tongues. So I remember this day, this encounter was very remarkable because of course of how tired I was. So my flesh was very reluctant to even pray was the last thing. But so, so this was very, it, was, it happened remarkably. I knew I was very clear I was being pulled into the spirit for this. Amen. And I began to pray and I prayed for a few minutes and in tongues. Then at a point, the tone of my voice deepened uncontrollably and unusually. I began to pray in an unknown tongue with a very deep voice, which, the trans, which transitioned into a deep sound. A particular sound stuck. It was the sound of a wind or of blowing air. As this continued, suddenly the following utterances began to come. I am I come from the east. I am the east wind. I am blowing from the east. I am sent to you from the east. I am the east angel and I am sent to you. I come to bring you to the altar, even through the east gate into the altar. I will help you. I will bring you help. Help to arrive at the altar. I bring things from the east, tidings from the east. I am the messenger of the, an angel of the east. I will blow you to the altar. I will carry you by my wind to the altar. Praise God. Now, of course, I knew that this altar meant the altar inside the sanctuary. Praise God. Amen. Now, so you see this altar is talking about bringing you, carrying you. Amen. Praise God. And, uh, and I saw, and I, and I see that that altar, I see that realm of the altar, that's the realm of the Father. That's just before the veil. Praise God. Are you seeing that? That's where? That's the realm of where? Of the Father. That's the realm just within the veil. So, so that's where ascension, when you are ascension to be received, right? It's where, praise God, you ascend into. So I ask God, this angel um, is talking about we, because normally when you, when we speak about it, tabernacle, we just speak about walking. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. But this angel began to say, "I'm a wind. I'm coming to blow you. I will carry you. I will blow you. I will move you." Are you seeing that to the altar? So to me, I feel that this is not talking about a horizontal movement. It's talking about a vertical movement. Praise God. And that word east means entrance, because that's where the gate entrance into the tabernacle is kept. Are you seeing, are you seeing this? Praise God. So, and then, so she said, we are many cherubims and we have come to do the Father. Amen. Amen. So, so I'm just trying to now, and then that night I was talking, the, the angel was talking to me about the secrets, mm-hmm. carrying, carrying the secrets, keeping the secrets. Praise God, which are secrets of life. Amen. Um, what my little summary is not might not be full. I hope it's accurate to a level. Um, is that there is there is there is an imagine this thing came in two thousand and twenty eighteen, almost two years ago. Right? Yeah. Um, more than no, no, almost two years ago. Sorry, almost two years ago. And now I'm not, I didn't want to, I just kept it there. I didn't even understand what it meant. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Um, so now, so it's possible that 
this is something that has been hanging over us. Mm. I, I, amen. This is what? Something. Okay. Now, now let me say something. When, when you talk about horizontal at ascent, uh, movement, a lot of times into the temple, a lot of times they are talking about that in terms of understanding revelation because what they used to show the pattern is the horizontal, is the temple and the earth. Praise God, which God has been helping us with. But when you're talking about a, a movement blowing, they're not talking about your understanding of it. They're talking about your movement, the movement of souls. Are you get what I'm saying? It's a different thing altogether. It's talking about, it's talking about souls becoming spiritual, being able to be carried by the wind. Right, so so so, the scripture, sorry, the the season, has to do with inheritance of spirit life. For actual, all these things we are learning, they want to now begin to make souls ascend. Amen. Amen. And that realm, in there, there are secrets. Is because it's for secret. I believe it's the Father's secret, which they want to give. They want to give to us. Praise God. So, all I feel is the Lord wants from us is commitment. Mm. That's what I really sense. I sense that a lot of this time is that's what they want. They just it's like maybe they just put us in a place where like the prayers we've been praying. I don't think they are ordinary prayers. I know we have one thing we are praying for, which is healing, full healing. Praise God. But I think it's more because I've prayed. I've prayed for for things before. But this one is is different. This is not my my own my my own normal method of praying, based on my own experience of how God moves. Amen. Mm-hmm. Is that I'm the kind of person who, if there's a situation, I just look at it. I wait for insight. I wait for revelation. Praise God. And in that time, I, I I'm praying as well. But after a while, once I have a release, I just release the word. And when I release the word, that is it. In fact, a lot of times, once I release the word, I don't even have interest anymore in praying for that thing. I just believe that the word has been released and I wait for it. Let the word do its own thing. Amen. So especially, there are kind of things I pray for. The growing, all those kind of things, I, you know, and then interceding and things like that. Um, but this time was different. On, on Wednesday... I prayed for, I don't know, over maybe 18 hours mm. on one spot on my bed, just, play, just praying straight. Mm. Praise God. Now, and that thing is not my energy. I don't have energy for that. That was something. And the thing we pray in the spirit is that you don't know what you are praying for. I was telling my wife there that time. That the thing we pray in the spirit is that, that, so that you don't know. Maybe you are praying with something, for something that's completely. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So, so, but there's a reason why they allow that kind of chain to continue. It's, yeah. it's not ordinary. There are things that are bad things. There are things God is doing. Thing. I, I'm just trying to tell you that God is doing things beyond what we see. Yeah. Praise God. Yeah. And beyond what, what we know. God is wiser than we are. Yeah. Praise God. But one of the things that will always help is always have a sense of anything that's happening. Don't have an eternal tunnel of view. Always know that, man, 
even though they are focused on this thing now, but God always has. God is, God is too wise. He's too vast. When God puts a soul in a place to do this one thing, God, there are many things in God's mind. So there's always an eternal view, an eternal focus to, to what God is doing. Praise the Lord. Amen. But one thing I sense that we need to help us in this season, we need to do is what? Commitment. Commitment. Not commitment now to just revelation. You need to commit to the life they are bringing. That's what they are looking for. That's what heaven is. If I want to ask, tell you what is heaven asking of us, what are they looking for from us? Is this. They want souls that will commit to the life that they are bringing. There is a life they want men to live on the earth. There are not many men who are at a level, who have, who have sufficient revelation background to have consciousness of such demand. So a lot of what they've done with us is to get us to a point where they can now come and say, okay, we have something that we need you to, to, to do on the earth, to live on the earth. It's our life. Can you live our life? That's what they're asking for. Our life. This life is a secret life. Amen. That needs to be manifest and it takes people who are willing to live it, who are willing to embody. Praise God. Father, we're, just, we're asking that you will help us. We are asking. We don't even have, even me right now, I don't even have strength to just say, okay, Lord, now I commit. I'm leaving it. When I say it, I feel like what I said just fell flat because what I'm talking of is too heavy. It's bigger than me. Are you getting what I'm saying? But, but somehow there's a way, if the Lord comes, is coming to us about it, I mean, there's a way our heart can respond to it. Right? There's a way. And, and I just want us to just pray and say, Lord, um, whatever you are requiring from us in this time, just come and help us. We agree. We agree with you. We want it. We are interested in it. All the things that you need to do to us, with us, among us, in us, to get us to a place where we can receive what you are bringing, where we can handle your expectation. It's not of him that willeth or of him that runneth, but it's of God that showeth mercy. We are asking for help today. I'm asking for help. Just help to yield to you. We as a people, we as a people, we as a company, as brethren, as a family, we collectively, we answer you this afternoon. We, we are saying, we, are, we hear you the best we can. We, are, we, are, we, re, we give you audience, our God. What is hanging over us, what we have ignored for a while, and we haven't given sufficient attention to our father we are praying come and help us to to attend to your word to attend to your expectation to attend to your spirit to attend to your ministers 
to attend, to attend. Seminikara. Lord, we pray, we give you the authorization to speak. Come and begin to speak of these things. All the words, the visitations, everything that is in that is hinged on fulfilling this. Lord, I pray, come and bring it to pass. Let the resources which your messengers have have brought are carrying for us in this time. Help us to receive it. Help us to receive it. Help us to receive it. Help us to receive. We need help to receive. We need help, Lord, to receive you. To receive your offering. To receive what you are bringing. To receive the offering of your life. We receive help. And he say, he on rendevis kayen just to prevenit his gains. Al branta vesten jeldon. Al prante siva and tamani genso ilin alba leveni. Ebrantas etenigai eldo mata pana bine bile bive nive 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 nise vine vile. Enfreste mirenda i kayan zori caste parivention do livente. MSC Mercy, Elson Mercy, Elsimeni Kailan Diventaya, El Pranceli, El Donava, Gayemba, Rivan, Santo, Livan, Sasto, Suvine, Efrande, Yendu, Sopran, Vaigandori, Jamarini, Zapran, Vedigaya, Lipreta, Migedeta, and Presaili, Aile, Nikailin, Zori, Divento, Sibronena, and Konasi, Aman, Alan, Oste, Ihan, Aima, Gayero, Gayero, Gayiva, Ihan, let the door into these realities be open to us. Let the doorway, let the access, the access into this reality, into this life, into this place, into this plane. Let it be open. Let it be open. Let it be open. Let it be open to our soul. Open it up, 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 open it up. Ekriende market, emasali, barienda, igeri, erene, shibeni, ebreni, verini, zebeni, ebreni, zebeni, ebreni, zebeni, kameni, yerene, esai, haniva, zure, nispa, nubre, diselito, nubre, ike, sigro, nubra, ibre, ike, thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen. We're going to pray a bit more. I just want to, see, to read something from Hebrews. And you know the Hebrew church, they are also a church who were on this journey of inheritance. Right? And from the things that are written, it got as if they got weary at some point. Praise God. They said that when they needed to be teachers, they now became some as have need of milk. Praise God. And in chapter 5, he said something in chapter 5, Hebrews chapter 5, he said that um verse 9 was speaking concerning jesus verse 8 read from verse 8 it says though he were a son yet learned the obedience right mm-hmm. by the things which he suffered mm-hmm. and being made perfect he became the author of eternal salvation to all them that obey him called of god and high priest after the order of melchizedek of whom we have many things to say and had to be uttered 
seeing ye are what dull of hearing there are many things to say and those things are hard to be uttered they are difficult because of dullness of hearing praise god so when there is dullness of hearing things can hang just some things that god wants to bring can just hang over there sometimes god have to find a way to get attention say hey this thing has been hanging here for too long amen we have to begin to say them praise god so utterance it had to be uttered so it takes utterance the level of utterance determines how much you are able to download message how you are able to download something that's hanging praise god for a blessing that is hanging or a reality that's hanging over a people praise god and that utterance um ease of utterance has to do with the the quality of hearing so when hearing is dull utterance will be difficult when utterance is difficult the message will not be touched and at this point of hebrew church they are speaking about the message of the son the priest the high priest which is this message is a message that they needed to overcome when you got to that realm, they became dull of hearing. Mm. One of the things that can cause dull of hearing, dullness in hearing, is if you are not ready, you've not agreed for, for to to align with a certain t- dimension. When things from that realm begin to come, you will be dull. You won't be fast, quick. You won't hasten. You know, there's a there's a way the soul catches a word. There's a way so should handle a word why if it's interested in it. That's what when you are doing that, it pulls utterance. Praise God. And utterance pulls down the things, the blessing. Amen. Amen. So there's a level of interest, commitment. They want us to make commitment to the life of God. We've not had commitment enough. When we are not committed, our ears will be dull. We won't be, be searching, hunger, hungering for, for it. Praise God. So I want us to pray that they will heal the dullness. Every dullness of hearing that is affecting the utterance of that God wants to bring concerning his life, that the Lord will heal them in us. Everything in us that is dull when it comes to God's secrets, God's life, God's light, that such things will be healed. Help us to align. 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 Every, 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 everything out of alignment. Everything out of alignment. Everything out of alignment with will, with your will, with heaven's will, with heaven's plan. 
with heaven's agenda. Help us to align. Bring alignment. Bring alignment in us. Bring alignment in us. Bring alignment in us. In the Let's begin to tell the Lord to speak freely. To begin to speak freely to us. Begin to speak freely to us. Begin to speak to us freely. Bring instruction of life. Bring instruction of life. Begin to speak. Begin to minister. Be free with us. Be free with us. Be free with us. Bring your things. Minister your things. Minister your things of life. The things of your 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 life. Be explicit. Be explicit with the things of your life to us. Many kata Thank you, our Father. We give glory to your name. Father, we bless your name. We bless you, our Father. We give all the praise to your name. Father, you have heard us. You have heard our heart. You have heard our resolve. I pray you come and help us, Father. Give us grace, Lord, to walk worthy of you, of your expectation. Father, we can't do anything by our own will, ourselves. We need help every step of the way. Father, we ask for help. Thank you, Father, because you are bringing an alignment, a proper alignment in us, Father, with your, this dispensation of grace that is coming to us. Father, we pray you will make every one of us align in obedience in the name of Jesus. Our Father, we thank you. We thank you for your mercy that is with us. Thank you because of that mercy that is everlasting, that is so abundant that it can never reach an end. Thank you, our Father. We give all glory to your name in the mighty name of Jesus. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, 